Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, from the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Real Housewives of Atlanta After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424. 424- Two five six seventeen twenty nine. That's four two four two five six seventeen twenty nine. And now another post game wrap up show for your favorite TV show. It's After Buzz TV's Real Housewives of Atlanta After Show. Hey guys, welcome to the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Bing is for doing, and we're here doing another after show at After Buzz TV. For the Real Housewives of Atlanta, I'm Stephanie Bauer, your host, and go ahead and introduce yourself. Cameron. <laughs> go ahead on. Cameron Marston. <laughs> Feel free to mess up my name. I know I was Mikey wrong Watts. <laughs> and Jesse Jeremy. <laughs> All right, guys. Yeah, so it's yet another episode of Real Housewives of Atlanta. It was a little slow and a little boring, mm-hmm. but we've got a lot of juicy gossip and news yes. at the end. So stay tuned. Mm-hmm. But let's get right into it with Cynthia and Peter. Last episode, we saw. The whole fight with Cynthia's ugly sister, Mallory. (laughs) I'm sorry, that's so mean. But we were just talking about the point that, how are they, are they mother, (laughs) say mother, father? Well, I was saying that I think uh, Cynthia has her looks from her father and, what's her name, has her looks from her Mallory. Yeah, Mallory has her looks from her mother. I'm sorry, that was mean. But Cynthia is like so dropped gorgeous that. (laughs) And then I don't really think Cynthia is that gorgeous. She's oh wait, pretty. but when you like, I think when she's you guys modeled that up, like because she's weird looking, like that's modeled, why she's yeah. yeah. But then when you guys brought that up and like they were doing screenshot from Cynthia with the tight skin, tight cheeks, and then oh, tomorrow and she was just like, it's like looked like a dog. I was like, down. Oh, girl. That's why you don't smoke cigarettes. That's why I would not be on that TV show. I would have been in Africa, like or France. Yeah, I would be in France, <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> away from my hot sister. Um, anyway, so we see Cynthia and Peter talking in their kitchen in their living room. And Cynthia says, how did you think the party was? And Peter says, I thought it was great. But they're leading into the fact that Mallory acted. I don't know. Do you guys think she was drunk? Or like Cynthia said, it was a midlife crisis or she was just jealous. Well, what we talked about last the last show was that I think Peter was out of line. Mm-hmm. He was that was very high school. It was just uncalled for. Let's talk about the kitchen set. I mean, they're like, oh, well, you know, so why did something happen? I just 
the way they set up the kitchen scene. Yeah, that was really contrived. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Peter, you know what you did? He did it on purpose. Classic housewives set up just as I think the sisters talking in the store was completely set up. She wheels in her little suitcase like you're going to France. You have one suitcase. With one suitcase. Yeah. Um, She wheels it in. Cam said she got dropped out (laughs) by a taxi. That's why she brought it in the store with her. Um, I think that was totally staged. She got dropped off by Phaedra's hearse. You know, you would have heard that coming a mile away. It would be like, <laughs> with Apollo right in front of her. <laughs> yeah, that's it. The, the Saints uh, music. I don't know. I mean, as far as Unless, they're both wrong, as far as I look at it. It's it's just, I think now, a year later, you can't really get mad at Peter for doing something like that because you are nagging into this relationship. And it's just like, girl, like, like Cynthia's saying, like now Cynthia's just putting her foot down, whether she's happy in the relationship or not, like get out of their business and go deal with what you need to be dealing with in France. But it's like, kind of weird. Like she's like, yeah, you need to go back to, to uh, Paris. But I mean, why can't I just stay in Atlanta if I want to? <laughs> I don't have to work for you or see you, but why do I have to go I- back? I guess it seems like her husband lives in France. He does. Yeah. He does, but she doesn't need to go back. Why is she even there then? I know. She I don't was know. there to help Cynthia with this uh, agency. Oh, okay. for that agency. So did she just get fired? She was just trying she to get fired. fired. That's why she had her bag. She had to get all her stuff because she changes and sleeps though. Probably who knows? No, I mean, she I'm like, but you only have one bag. She to couldn't take have got fired because she, unless this was like totally staged, because she walked in, she was like, so, um, like you're just coming to tell your sister right now who you're working for. Yeah. I'm going to France <laughs> right now. I'm as just a matter of fact, I'm just letting you know. No, they definitely talked about like, it before it. Oh, had, definitely. They had, okay. Yeah. They definitely yeah. talked about it before. Because you know, she wanted that last paycheck. Like, <laughs> I need to go to <laughs> France. <laughs> I need to pick up my last pay stub. Who knows if she was even getting paid? <clears throat> I'm I, sure she was getting paid in gum. But Peter, <laughs> Peter says that he thinks that he's always defending himself around her. Do you guys think that that's true? Yeah, and he should. No, I don't think so. He has a lot to defend. Yeah, no, I think. There what you do you mean you don't? What think is he a little girl? Like, come on now. How? Yeah, he is. But if Mallory's always born. coming around starting stuff, then yeah, he would always be defending himself. He started this last incident, so I think no, I'm he not needs saying, to shut I'm up. I'm not saying he's right. I'm saying that he has a lot to defend. In, in the, he he starts a bunch of shit. Now he has to defend himself. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah, but he, has, he does it every time. Even yeah. when they're just she's coming over for like coffee or something. He's like, <clears throat> like just that grumpy old man in the back. Like he is obviously around. she's gonna shut up, Peter. Yeah. Watch your head. Take care of your kids, Peter. So no, he's waxing his head just fine. <laughs> so Cynthia was right. <laughs> C- Cynthia was right to give him an ultimatum or give well, her sister bad an ultimatum. Too, and she, she needs to put her foot I didn't down like the way family. Cynthia spoke to her sister today. I thought it was out of line. It was like, bitch, please, because you ain't happy in your relationship. And just because your sister's calling it out on national television, it's like what happened with uh, the Beverly Housewives. Like, bitch, we all knew what was going on there. She just clocked your tea first. By the way, the uh, I don't know if we talked about this already, but the uh, story about Mal dating her mm-hmm. oh, yeah. daughter's boyfriend or marrying her daughter's false. boyfriend is false. Okay. Because the daughter would have been 12 at the time <laughs> that she married. Although, so, I mean, it doesn't sound... No. So, I don't know. That it just didn't add up. It doesn't add up. Huh. Well, no, I yeah, mean, I, 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 Cynthia I, 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 then attacks her 
Mal and her husband's relationship. So then that's when Mal gets mad. But I don't blame Cynthia for doing that. Like she and, could do and the, the supposed tea on that is that um, the issue was that he wasn't getting paid under his contract at the time. So she, her husband, had money problems. So it's a money issue, Pierre, and his money issues versus. So they both have husbands that have had money issues or are still having. Uh, and they just need to stay out of each other's business and just be there for each other well, and don't worry about the husbands, the spouses. She's nails. She's nukes because she just wants to have her, fa- her. She wants her cake and eat it too. She wants her family to support her and do all of that. But when they have something to say about it, she doesn't. You know, she can't. She can't handle it. But it's been a year. Yeah, like, it's too long. Yeah, it's not like it's some scummy boyfriend she's dating and she's sixteen mm-hmm. and getting in constant trouble. She's married to this dude. Like maybe come it's on. that Cynthia has lived this life. That her mother and her sister have not lived, living in New York, being a model, going to Paris, Milan, South Africa, that now she feels like, how dare you have something to say about my life because I've done all these fabulous things and you guys are just regular people. You're my family. And but I'm like, like, look, how dare you, you, how dare you have people. any? Who did you come running home to when you had problems and you were a mess and you didn't survive and you didn't succeed? Who you, you came running home to us? That's true. Where you're, where you're grounding. But maybe she feels that way, like uppity, like I've done all this amazing. When things. all your relationships failed and you couldn't get married, <laughs> you had a kid. Who helps? Who helped raise your kid? I don't know. Cynthia, come on now. Well, you never know. I think that Peter and Cynthia are doing a tad bit better, though. Doing a bit much. Yeah. Because Cynthia's, no pun intended, she's being a bitch. (laughs) She's she's playing the bitch role and finally dedicating her life to her husband. So now I'm going to defend Peter. I'm going to make sure my sister, my mom, anybody has something bad to say, I'm not going to let it happen anymore. Well, an- another factor is the the restaurant or whatever they had invested in together is no longer in existence, so that added stress <laughs> is not around. She has her own thing. It's her it's her baby. The agency is hers. It's not right. his. So that there's no doesn't have that added stress of that investment that went awry or was going down in flames. What what happened to bar 1? You know, is it totally mess. gone? It's totally no, gone. No, 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 no. The, he's talking about the one that they had uh, together. The first one yeah. is Uptown. Peter's. Uptown. Where Uptown. Uptown. Where the chandelier Uptown. and her agency came from. Yeah. <laughs> the wires. Bar one is his, and she has her little modeling. Which I'm sure she gave him money for, though, for the bar one thing, too. So. Yeah. I think she said that she did, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they seem to be doing a little bit better. Um, Kim and Candy also seem to be doing a little bit better. This was like the most heartwarming, reasonable, warm, resolution, co- And it's because no one else was there. Yep. I mean, it was just Kim and just Candy. Or she was saying Candy. Sheree wasn't there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just Sheree. Not there. Um, so I, I think Candy kind of threw Cynthia under the bus there, though, because she kind of like, I never said anything about the black baby, but Cynthia's the one that said it. But well, there was never Cynthia, any mention Cynthia, of a black not, baby, though. Yeah. But so, if someone had been dogging me that bad for something I didn't say, after this long, I'd sure. But Cynthia was already was. thrown under the bus. Yeah, she was brought she up it. at the last conversation. But yeah, but, but even Kenny could have been the stronger one and been like, nobody said anything about a black baby. But that's a lie because Cynthia did. And say there was. Said, I don't it was see. just a. Con- it was a contextual thing about I can't. I just can't see Kim at an orphanage. But there was nothing said about a black baby. The no, black yeah. baby yeah. thing. Cynthia, Cynthia said, said that. I don't see her holding what, a little black baby. And what Candy? All Candy said is that. I just can't see her like coming trip. to Africa like on this trip. I just remember them saying I couldn't see Kim at an orphanage. There was no mention of black babies anywhere. From what I remember, you guys can tweet us at AfterBuzz TV. That that was Bam. the issue because the black baby was not like they that was made up. It was just like it was just orphanage. 
And then they took orphanage and God, made that to black This has been going babies. on so long now. It's been drug out so long that I have. I'm pretty I sure too. I remember it. No, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure I'm, I remember it. But it wasn't in context. I can't see me with a black baby. I'm not having kids anytime soon. So. <laughs> it was just. How about that? Came at a get mad at that. Kids. Yeah. Uh, Kimmel but Kimmel I'm just Kimmel glad. Kimmel needs to pay candy. Yeah, give her her money. Yeah, and it was kind of good that she brought that. Yeah, but mm-hmm. you can tell Candy's still a little pissed off for her to like send the numbers out there too. Mm. She was like, mm, "You think I just got two, three thousand? You get eighty. Mm. Mm. Well, that was the cu- that was the cu- <laughs> cut back, back yeah, to, the, to the reunion, the last reunion. But yeah. didn't she bring it up again? No, no. that was they just... talked about they talked about the issues over the music thing. No, but she didn't. The bring cut up back the price. was okay. regardless. The price. That was the Kim knows. Kim, and Kim says she's like. Oh, she was like, yeah, you know what? Let's just throw this under the bus. <laughs> We're a wash. Kim's but musical. At, the, at that reunion, Kim did promise to pay her. Yeah. So maybe she did get paid, and that's why they didn't have to bring up mm. the price. Kim's mm. new single comes out on the 28th. Candy's fine with it. <laughs> what new single is what this? What is going on? It's a new single. I saw her write it on Twitter. How so I lit Corey's butt on every night. How on, it'll be on single. iTunes. She's going to sing Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star. She's for, for children. That would be amazing. She came out. How do I adjust your, weed, your wig? <laughs> <laughs> um, but Ka- Candy's gone country, and we saw a little bit of her with Jody Messina in Nashville. I love seeing con- uh, Candy doing her thing. It makes me so proud of her. I love to see a housewife that's working, really successful, doing something that she loves. It's kind of boring, the country thing. You guys I, I don't think she it. wasn't successful in uh, executing a country song. Uh, I think it, it sounded like TLC... Um, escape any group black group could have sung that song it didn't sound to me country but I guess it did to me well, no, yeah really? cause actually uh, actually it sounded like a Bruno Mars song Cam yeah. said it sounded like a pink song mm-hmm. pink Bruno Mars but that's Bruno, not country yeah. um, and I don't know the song to me like and then the message was just I was urban just, when yeah. you don't grow on trees okay well, two cars parked in the back right. I mean if no. you didn't know Dolly Parton wrote I Will Always Love You you would never know that was a country right. song either but it didn't sound like a country song Dolly's dead when you hear Dolly it's, it's like it's total oh. country but not as much as money no I mean like yeah. but right. when she's really saying the urban. chorus money don't grow on trees I'm like Candy like you're five years old like I don't know it just but that's I almost was sitting there singing like Jody, like you're dead ass singing this like but country songs are, are very mm-hmm. like that. They're very simple. They're no, very no. Easy the understand. words in it, like the whole thing, if I had uh, caught gas, <laughs> I wouldn't look back twice. And shit, I was saying that today. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Bruno Mars did that last year and he actually won. If I was, a, that, I so. want to be a billionaire. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because that's, it's relatable. Yeah. It's everyday thing. I get it. I get it. It'll, well, let's make a song sell. about sitting on the toilet. That's relatable and everyday. It doesn't make it right. I'm sure someone could come up with <laughs> I'm what? sexy and I know it. <laughs> I think Candy picked the right person with Jody Messina, though, because when they're sitting together at the Blue, what was it, Bluebird yep, Cafe or something? I don't see a lot of country singers sitting there with like black woman, only black person in the in mm-hmm. the place. Was she really? Y- yeah, I didn't know. I mean, I don't see a lot of people doing that. And Jody Messina just like, yeah, I'm a girl, you know, like she was I don't actually see look- Faith Hill doing that. Uh, she was actually Carrie lo- Underwood or looking at um. Candy, like, 
when Candy came into the uh, studio, <clears throat> Candy was like, ooh, I've never done this before. And Jody's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> She's like, record with like, you know, like the whole band here. And she was almost like, bitch, that's, I know you use tracks and shit like that, but bitch, it's a recording. Like, ain't nothing new ain't for no you to be Ain't no auto-tune up in here. Exactly. Right. I think that country is I a lot I think that's what Candy was like. Genuine. Because uh, you did not, we did not hear Candy sing live tonight. I think we heard Candy's her do- so fake. Like, how can you win all these Grammys and write for all these Money. amazing artists and feel Artists. There's a band in here, like in Phil. <laughs> I'm just pulling a candy stuff. <laughs> are, are you, are you I okay? I think Cam's the only person that got that. Right they have now. they have pills for that. That. <laughs> Mikey. Mikey. What wow. is happening? I'm so lost, Mikey. Go. I'm not hating. I just feel like Candy's yeah. fake. Like, agree. You, you've been around all these amazing artists who right. are selling <laughs> ten million. 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 <laughs> Millions of records. Um, you feel intimidated by, by Joni. Like why? Yeah, well, because then even when they like introduce introduced them in the cafe, Introdu- they introduced her after the song, <laughs> no, before the song, oh. and they were like. Uh, 60 platinum actress And then it was just like they had to like pull shit for candy. It was like mm-hmm. it was I mean, but even even the, the small things like they sing the song and Jody introduces her very fluidly, organically, yeah. and then Candy's like uh, Jody Messina. <laughs> it's just well, I noticed wait, Cynthia, wait. Candy, they kind of their their interpersonal skills are a little. They're a little off. And it's weird because they have the biggest... Because they're unsure of themselves. But right? why? When artist you... mentality. Like, I'm not part of this world. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of, never mind. Help. But um, <laughs> anyways, you guys got me actually really lost. Because, okay, so are you guys saying Joni is the, the bigger artist than Candy, right? She's down yeah. to earth. Yeah. Jody, Messina's a or big Jody. artist. Right. Yeah. Artist. Now, as performing artist, I should say that. Because that's what he was basically saying. She sold how many platinum records? There's only like five million. Uh, five million. But then when Candy came out there, like she's been, been associated. She's been credited for <laughs> sixty plus. Records. Thank you, Beyonce. Right, and it's like Candy doesn't own it, and she should own it. But I mean, obviously, when you hear them singing, like when Jody sang that song, I was like, oh, okay, actually, the song sounds dope. Like, but when Candy was saying, it was like, bitch, you. Our singer, right? So sing it. But she's just so unsure of herself. Mm-hmm. It comes off. Well, and she also, I mean, let's talk escape. She had Tamika singing her vocal. That, those right. vocals are off the oh. chain. Tamika was amazing. Yeah. Mm. Who do you think has the best interpersonal skills of all the housewives? Nini. I would say Nini. Definitely not Sheree. Oh my Nini God. or Phaedra. Phaedra, yeah. And I'm not. A, I don't like him. I'm, I was no, no. I was dead ass. But Kim go is a more down to earth. Like yep. you know, she doesn't talk about her purse on the floor and she's Phaedra and the twelve cakes. It's just you don't do that in front of normal people. That's, Kim that's would so totally off. say that about her purse on the floor, and she'd say it rude, and she'd say it bitchy, and she wouldn't laugh about it. Know. She'd be like, I am not putting my purse mm. on the floor. I'm not sure she's normal. I would have to say. <laughs> I would have to say Kim and Nini. And that's kind of crazy that I even put those I, two I in think, that category. But Phaedra, after that birthday party today, I was like, oh, uh, no, look, we'll girl. get there. Oh my God, I don't even know where to start. <laughs> well, let's go, let's I go, love let's go Phaedra, there now. but that was. Let's talk about Phaedra. Let's. And let's next do. week, so, I have so much to say. We'll about start this. with the birthday party. It's Aiden's first year birthday party. And they go to a Walking park. Dead. Dwight came back. Yes. <laughs> look like. <laughs> 
looks like Pedro brought him from up from the dead or whatever. Dude, it does. That guy is tone down the makeup, bro. And the Brother. plastic surgery. Tone it down. Makeup. She's practicing for her. Oh. And Ooh. seriously, why are you wearing a suit to a, a pool party? Uh, what was it? A, a Every show he's ever been. He water party. Pause. Do you want to see him? I don't want to see him in a bathing suit. I don't want to see him at all. He's well, so that too. Gross. But I'm just saying, like, he needs to be in the suit. What would you see him in? Okay. The announcement, the sh- like they were prince, princes, and and, and royalty. They, they stroll out of the bathroom locker room. <laughs> <laughs> she looks like she's wearing like a Kmart bathing suit. Like, Dude. really? And and the showcasing off Apollo as he's like shirtless and bare, oiled up. All these women are like <laughs> tongues uh, wagging. Yeah. Um, and I, I can't I believe Sheree was the only one to show up. Well, it was two hours away, which Sheree made a big deal about it. But if that's the only water park that's nearby, whatever. And Phaedra at least got a chartered bus to take everywhere oh. there comfortably. Um, but the bus had the banner on the side and there's water bottles with Aiden's <laughs> label on them. And where do we even begin on the 12 birthday cakes? They were presented to him like, like, he knew what like they gold were myrrh and like bowed down for him. Like oh so he could, he could look at them. Like he was baby Jesus. He's or not even going to remember that. And towards the end of that whole cake thing, it looked like he was going to about to go into like a sugar coma. <laughs> well, I don't think he ate any of them except that the last, last one. one. They that's what they would do. They held it in front of him like he was like And Phaedra's like forcing it down his throat, just like <laughs> eat this. Oh no, he put his face in it. It looks like he got the <laughs> 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 like he passed so out for tired from the heat and the sun boiling on him and in his Burberry hat. Waiting for all these damn cakes. He's looking at like <laughs> I He was probably scared of Dwight trying to hide his face. Mm-hmm. I kind of lost a teensy bit of liking and respect for Phaedra after this. Like, the 12 cakes, that was yeah. ridiculous. I still it's a waste like Phaedra. of everyone's I time. Her, it was a little over the top. That whole party just seemed very He's forced. He's a prince, and, and this... Well, and most parties are, are kind of forced. First birthday parties are always funny, because it's like, your baby's not going to remember it. Right. But That's why it shouldn't be two hours away. Hey, bing. Is it Courtney? No. Bing is for doing. Oh. We're here doing. And then... The, Ma- the Mason Lodge? Are yeah. Going into the oh. Um, so, Apollo... Had a speech. Has a speech <laughs> at the Mason Lodge. Um, Phaedra's going to support oh, her married... Her husband that's an ex-con that does speaking engagements now to motivate other people. Um, Part of his community. He was nervous. <laughs> He was nervous. He was practicing in the car. Could have killed someone. Could have gotten a ticket. <laughs> Fraser like, told him to imagine the whole audience naked. That trick has never worked no. on anybody. And I don't like, know if he should do that. She might lose her husband. <laughs> I'd be so concentrated on like actually trying to picture that that I would forget but where I, I was. I love how Phaedra suggested it to him. Like she's the first person on the planet that ever thought of that. Like you know, someone once told me in college. Like. <laughs> That's the oldest trick in the book, and it Queen doesn't work. Queen um, But I, I guess Apollo is trying to do good now. I mean, sure. Boys, mm-hmm. Cam, do you, do you have an opinion? I mean, what is the Mason Lodge or Lounge or whatever the hell that is? It falls, it's, it's a Masonic Lodge, and um, I was, of course, I read up a little on it. They had a hard time getting their, um, in order to become a lodge, there's a lot of process you have to go through and the requirements that you have to fulfill, and they had a bunch of issues. It was three brothers that created that actual lodge that they're in. I forget the truth level or whatever it was. And it's only the in actual Atlanta? lodge. 
No, no, no. There's multiple. But you're talking about the actual ones. logic the he, he was speaking. In, yeah. It looked like they had some difficulty with the breakfast that was there. Too. <laughs> <laughs> there was women there too. His whole speech was like power, like, passport to manhood, and it was like. Uh, yeah, women I don't and necessarily children. think that was an actual Masonic meeting. I think that was a special, like, just whatever. a guest speaker. They yeah. said it was an Forced annual them. breakfast. They had breakfast once a year. I don't know. Maybe it was grits, but that was like or mashed potatoes in the morning. said annual. Oh. I was like, really? You'd think you'd have this once a month. Passport to something? Passport manhood. to manhood. Yeah. Cute. Passport to manhood. Mm. May- yeah, I don't know what that was. <laughs> Um, Round of applause for Paul for trying. Boring. Yeah, and on to Nini, who is also equally as boring this episode. <laughs> she goes to see her lawyer and she goes to see her therapist. <clears throat> and then she repeats the she same line as she says pay people at the, be- the beginning to of the season about the purse. Yeah, she repeats the exact same line about putting her purse on the floor. Like, is that supposed to make you look better well, in front of your lawyers? Or? What's his name? What, what was the show she was on? Donald Trump, celebrity. Was, didn't she get that from him? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she yeah. said that last time. She didn't mention his what, name sh- again. Sh- here's what I don't get. She said she's been dating Greg since her 20s. Um, and she said, even though I made the most yeah, money, now I, I don't have a too. partner. What did that sentence mean? I know, because I thought she didn't have the money. What is she talking about? Maybe even though, now. Even though yeah. I made the most money, I don't have a partner now. What? Yeah, even that well, still doesn't go. Together. I'm confused with that. The There's most like two things. things. I thought Greg had money. Money, to begin and then they yeah. went bankrupt, and then they went bankrupt, and then she now she, made the most yeah. money. So I think she's speaking it now. But how do those two things go together? Like, there's it's just and things are relative. So she made whatever three million dollars because of the Donald Trump thing. Because they're not making millions off of this show, right? Clearly, is it not relative to time? If he spent over a decade with her, you don't break that up and kind of. Say prorate. He spent how pro-rate much on the, the earnings? Girl, a, ju- a judge will do that. Yeah, let's make an adjustment here, Nini. You didn't make that much, uh, and you're running away with it. Something she said that caught me off guard. She's like, "If I divorce Greg, somebody's gonna come scoop my ghetto ass up." Yeah. I'm like, do Same you want to like, make African American people look bad? Like, do you have to say that on national yeah. television? Like, that was horrible. What I didn't understand is how she said, if we do stay together, there's going to be a lot of forgiving and a lot of forgetting. What is she talking about? What what happened that is so bad? It sounds like one of them had an affair or something. Well, the rumor was that Nini had an affair. Yeah, but she's I, I, making it. Like but I th- okay. Well, they had they had communication issues. But forgiving and forgetting, like that means. I think she's just trying happened. to make put herself no, up on the pedestal. Yeah, she's delusional. Like, she's trying to belittle. I mean, his <laughs> bad endeavors, and and make it Peter. seem as if she's owed an apology, which is classic Nini. If we think back to first season, she's always felt like she's not the victim. Yeah, the victim. And, and, the victim. Yeah, it's all happening to her. Yeah, and she says to her therapist later in the episode, she says, "I just want. Why can't I just have my cake and eat it too? I deserve that at this point in my life." She just That's wants him t- to be. Yeah, that's a typical ex-wife, better than your husband now, grown out of him because you're on a TV show statement to me. Can I ask you guys a question? Why do you think she's pro... (laughs) Sure, like you're going to deny it anyways. Why do you think she's prolonging... Signing the papers after a year, but what is she going to get? She also knows that he's going to get half her money. Well, well, that, that. And also, she adding to that, she said, you know, I feel I'm a good mother and a good... uh, wife and i want the same in return well last week you just admitted that he was a good father Mm -hmm. and obviously he was a good husband because he stood by you and provided for you Mm -hmm. i didn't get that either i think deep i think all she she wants to do is to have sex with him and meanwhile your your son's in jail you're not that good of a mother i think deep down she knows 
that she is not what she portrays herself to be. You know, it's a lot of bravado. Right. She's not as secure, just like Candy. She's she has a all bravado. insecurity. And he was the rock for her. And she's she knows she's a little crazy. And the reality is, I don't think she's believes as much as she puts out there that somebody's going to come swoop her up. Yeah. I think she knows she has limited time. Because well, look who came and tried to swoop her up. John. Baby. Baby. No, but Jesse, I think you're right. I think she, for some odd reason, she still wants to have sex with this guy. And I think that maybe she thinks that he's going to go find a younger, prettier girl. Mm-hmm. And take he's care nice, of her. he has money. That really <clears throat> seems like maybe that's what she's worried about. I don't want to be rude here, but let's call it like it is. Nini is from the hood. She's a hood rat. She was a stripper. Mm-hmm. Basically, every stripper's dream is to meet that one guy on the pole that will take care of you for the rest of your life. I and I think that's what. Never say that. <laughs> and so let's be real. I think Nini knows that was her one guy that would take her off the pole. I've said it so many times. He came and saved her. Right. He pulled yeah. her off the pole and saved her. I and she's wrong mm-hmm. for divorcing him. I think so. And she knows she is. And that's why she's prolonging this whole. She. I think to me, she wants to be one of those women that stays married to their ex or whatever for like fifteen years and has a boyfriend on the side. Well, I, I think it's actually married. we're seeing the awkwardness and reality. This is reality TV. I think we're actually seeing the reality, and she doesn't know that she's actually giving the reality because mm. she's so blinded by the lights, and that that she's sitting in the lawyer's office like oh, I don't know what I want to do and. She's putting it on like Greg's this bad thing. And now she's going even harder about how bad of a relationship they had as she's holding out on this divorce only to make it look like. And now we're starting to sit here and be like, well, now you're flipping the story around and we're seeing her. She looks like a fish out of water right now. Well, and also being single, I think she's forced to see the reality in, in society that maybe her relationship wasn't as bad as she thought it was. And maybe no one wants you because we've seen who you are on TV. And She's like, she's like Renee from Mom Wives. Crazy. Are they divorced now? Who? No. Oh, I don't that know. we should find out. I don't know. I heard they were, but... I thought they were. Um, so obviously she decided to go through with it. But... Sheree. Let's talk about Sheree and her daughter. She talks to her daughter and her daughter mentions (laughs) her daughter mentions that her her boyfriend might propose. Um, I think that Sheree totally was out of line, totally did the wrong thing by inviting her daughter's boyfriend at lunch and like spilling the beans to him like because yeah, what if he was it. like no. yeah, exactly because he did start well. that beginning. he's like what are, what are you talking about and she's like well she thinks you're gonna propose can so. i just point out how ghetto her and her daughter are by pouring a glass of moscato as they talk about like i'm sorry moscato is one of the most ghetto wines i ever have come across and i just noticed that i'm sorry i picked that up but yeah I don't know. Have we never? Wait, have we ever thought she wasn't anything but ghetto? No. <laughs> <laughs> she definitely. But her, do- but her daughter. But her daughter follows mother's her steps. Following her mother's footsteps. Decorates her apartment just like her mother. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I thought it was her apartment. Sheree was wrong to do that. You are right, Stephanie. But uh, what's his name? Damon. Damon was wrong to go to Bobby. Was he? Yeah. Was he? Yeah, because it's not really his daughter. It's not, and they're not together, and he should know how traumatic the relationship is. He might have also thought. That's the dude that raised her. You go to the like. And we don't know the conversations that the daughter, whatever her name is, um, has had with the boyfriend. Maybe Tiara. You know, maybe she actually has a working or a French or a friend relationship with Bob. And she acted like she didn't even know Bob's not being paying child support because when Sheree told her that, and she laughed it off. She was just like, I think Bob is good to her kids. (laughs) 
when Sheree said that, sitting on the couch with her daughter, she, when Sheree's like lying or fibbing or not being completely truthful, she says it really fast and she doesn't even speak out her whole mm-hmm. life. She goes, <laughs> or she puts her head like this. Yeah. <laughs> and and Bob, when she confronted Bob at the park, Bob said, because he talks about the son more so, but he has, he has everything he needs when he comes to my house. I think Bob takes care of the kids. And I think that the daughter has a relationship with Bob. And I, I don't agree. I don't, I've never heard, well, in our society, I've never heard of going to the mother anyway. Sh- yeah, it no, is mostly never, you go to the, to the father. But... Shireen paying for the wedding? Like, well, so exactly. Apparently, right. Damon, <laughs> Damon thinks Bob is going to pay for the wedding. I'm like, well, if he's going to pay for the wedding, Damon, have him pay for your dental plan because those teeth are disgusting. What? Was it Not missing? those teeth. It was, like one, <laughs> it was it, one, two. It no, because it's the bottom and the top. Oh, I didn't see the bottom. I, yes. couldn't, I couldn't stop looking at that top right tooth that looked like it was orange. <laughs> so it's there. No, it's, it's there brown. and it was like colored. It, it was like it wasn't discolored. Even it wasn't even brown. And it was like pushed back. I don't know what Poor color guy. it was. Oh. I don't want to judge enough. <laughs> oh, and then when Sheree says, <laughs> I know he should be spending his money on dental work, mm. but he said he doesn't have that much money to get a ring. And mm. Sheree's like, Will you just tell me your, what your ballpark? No, he said ballpark. Oh. He corrected her. She's like, Tell me what your, your, your number is. The and 25 like, cent machine. Really? Well, question. Quarter machine. I don't know. Like, don't you? I mean, I've had girlfriends of mine who go out with their boyfriend <clears throat> and the boyfriend takes them ring shopping. Yes, but I just think That's that if the the boyfriend is going shopping with his mother and his future mother-in-law and he says, I have this much money to spend, that's like telling your mother-in-law either you don't have enough, probably in her eyes it wouldn't be enough money, so he has to admit to her, this is all I can spend. Right. It's none of her business. Can't you finance a ring? And, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah right? Oh, and yeah. shouldn't Sheree, since she has the money that's going to be going down for the wedding, say, you know what? She didn't say she was paying for the wedding, though. Well, she made it seem like that when she said, Oh, I'd yeah. love to see oh Bob's gonna pay for this. What well, I'd love to see that. Well bitch, you ain't. I think Bob should just to get back at Shereen. Oh. <clears throat> and Shoot. and put it all I take on care TV. of my kids. <laughs> you are so evil. Real House Sons of Atlanta, the second special. Yeah. My son doesn't that, sleep on the floor in my crazy. house. <laughs> that is cray. And the whole time Sheree just keeps bringing up herself, taking the spotlight off this, their happy time. Well, my marriage was horrible, and this is and this happened to me, and this to her daughter and to the boyfriend. And now you might have just screwed everything over for your daughter's marriage because this boy may not have even wanted to propose. And there's a camera in his face, and he the the girl that he does exactly. love now at this moment feels like they need to get married. Like you just put him on the spot, like so. And I wonder if she who paid for that meal. That and lunch. the daughter never said probably the restaurant flat out said oh I'm expecting him to she right. said I think he might and Sheree's like well she thinks you're going to like totally straight up oh, and she, she thinks, thinks you're going to go live in a mud hut in your new lot <laughs> <laughs> yo you are crazy. Bob, Bob said he's going to put the down, down payment on the concrete Bob's going to buy you a tent <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would a be a sleeping bag. No, forget the wedding. That's what Bob needs to do. Just have a tense, like a, a nice one. A Barbie house. Spend like one. Oh. Dream house, Barbie dream house. No, the not Baldwin even mansion. that. That the playhouse when you were younger, and it was just cloth, yeah. and just, the doors just go. <laughs> <laughs> and above, he sends over his palace. Charay's palace. <laughs> what is Chateau Charay? Chateau Charay. That's it. That's it. under a jumper. <laughs> Poor Sheree. I can't live. No. Not so Courtney, where are you? I feel so bad for her. You feel bad? 
she right. sets herself so, up. It's like that the damn tea when you were little and you just put the ball right on it. <laughs> she know? buy charade. She buy That's all I got to say. <laughs> she had pictures. Her clothing line's going to pay for the wedding. <laughs> she had pictures she of her first gonna make fashion. The dress. <laughs> she raised going to make the articles. dress. <laughs> Um, just pictures. I can't. I can't with Sheree. Um, Words of Courtney. I can't with Sheree. Ronnie, let's take a commercial break in because we have news and gossip to get down to. And yes. Get it. After Buzz TV. Hi. I was once like you, a lazy, angry loner whose only joy was watching TV and surfing the net. And like you, after I'd see one of my favorite TV shows, I'd be so excited and have so many questions that I'd actually have to talk to my douchebag co-workers about it at the water cooler. Then I discovered AfterBuzzTV.com. AfterBuzzTV produces after-show webcasts and podcasts for TV series of all kinds, like post-game wrap-up shows for all your favorite TV shows. AfterBuzz TV hosts are industry insiders who break down episodes of shows, take calls from fans, and interview cast and crew from each series with over 60 different after shows, from Boardwalk Empire to American Idol to Vampire Diaries to Real Housewives and more. Now, after a night of TV, I can ignore my stupid co-workers, who I hate, and go straight to my desk and watch or listen to all my favorite AfterBuzz TV after shows and have all the TV fan interaction I need. Thank you, AfterBuzz TV. AfterBuzz TV. What do you want to buzz about? Um... What's wrong? What's wrong, Justin? We're back! All right, so we've uncovered a little dirt on Phaedra and Mikey's going to tell us all about it. Okay, so I guess uh, in news and gossip Phaedra's longtime friend, allegedly uh, says that Phaedra and Apollo were criminal business partners before they were ever married and that Angela, this girl Angela had uh, got involved with them by I guess they were uh, doing insurance fraud and scams before all three of them, and uh, Angela was chopping up cars, she says, and stealing cars with Apollo, and that's when they both got locked up, God, and this so this scam. Criminal-minded. But the agreement between her and Phaedra and Apollo was that if they were to get caught, Phaedra would represent them in court. Supposedly, Phaedra only helped Apollo and left Angela high and dry, so now Angela's out and is exposing Phaedra for the criminal that she really is. And for being the mastermind. Angela said, mastermind. Angela said mastermind. that Phaedra was the mastermind and planned <clears throat> all of this. And so they were stealing, Ven- they'd go into a nice dealership, steal the VIN number, go get tags right. and titles and everything, then come back and drive the car right. Right. out of the lot. Right. Now, uh, it's kind of funny now that Phaedra is becoming popular and a little famous. It could happen. I Here, mean, here's the thing. I mean, <clears throat> it could happen, but I kind of don't think so. And this woman, Angela Stanton, does the interviews on Vibe.com if you guys want to see it. And she's writing a book that she's trying to get her book sold, mm. of course, to cash in the Real Housewife. So it's going to be called "Lies of a Reality Housewife of a Real Housewife: Tell the Truth and Shame and Don't." And don't shame the devil or something. Honey, like that. that so title is too. Long. I know. It's and even long... if this was true, oh, I'm sorry, I, I interrupted you. Even if this was true, there's nothing <laughs> illegal about an attorney making a deal with a criminal before 
an actual crime happens. It's happened repeatedly with, through history with mob bosses and. <laughs> but it's not wait, right. I don't think. I, that's I mean, it doesn't though. mean it's right, but it's still nothing illegal. So I mean, if Bajor really? was a part of that, no, it's not illegal. What? Sorry. If somebody was to come to you and you're a lawyer and say this may be happening, I need you to represent me, and then they go and do it, and you make oh. a deal, that's not illegal. But Phaedra was, like, the one that planned yeah, it. Yeah, and honestly, like, I love Phaedra to death, and... <clears throat> I can I'm, see her doing it, I'm sorry. I could, too. Like, I and just see seeing how smart that. she is and, like, how forward she is, like, for her to think about, for anybody to sit there and say, you know what, a funeral home. Well, I'm going to start this business, it'll make me money. To, to like, be able to think that, that ahead, ahead and deeply about something like that, I can see her masterminding that whole plan that she allegedly did but, because she did all the, got that she, did all the legal, she did all the legal paperwork to get their VIN numbers and all that stuff yeah. allocated and correctly and that. get the new keys. But and, look how convenient it is that okay, Phaedra kind of left you high and dry, and now you're angry coming back with this tell-all book well, to well, expose her. But think about it, if you if you were in on this with two other people, and now they're happily married on TV, you're sitting there like you just in jail, just watching well, she's, every day. Rights for vibe, right? <laughs> No, I think it's just an interview. I don't oh, think she, she writes interview. for Vibe. Oh, okay. She's in a Vibe. And here's the key thing. At the end of the interview, it says, see her next interview where she talks about her criminal background. Like, this lady is not reliable. Oh, yeah, and she could just be whatever. But I'm just saying, Phaedra, like, there's a reason why we can see it. Sorry, I, I can't see it, so sorry. I can. Ethics. Well, I mean, seriously, you're a lawyer, you uphold the law, but you chose. And I'm not saying you can't fall in love with. You're gonna. You can't control who you love. We just watched the Lincoln Lawyer. Yeah, I did. It was and a great movie. Great movie, but I mean, it kind of proves he's Matthew McConaughey. Mm-hmm. Did some shady stuff. I can totally see Phaedra doing it. I don't know if it's true, but I could see it. And if it is true, stuff will come out. And yeah, I'm not saying it. she did it, but I don't put it past her. So if nothing comes out, then it's not true. But if this woman keeps going and has some proof behind it, other than, oh, we just used to be friends, like... Do we know if this whole book is dedicated to exposing Phaedra? Oh, it's de- yeah, no, it's, it's called to Real Marlo. Housewives. <laughs> huh? It's dedicated to Marlo. <laughs> well, you have dirt on Marlo, too, right? Well, not really dirt, but uh, Marlo went to a Neiman, Neiman Marcus party for the NBAF Fine Art <laughs> and Fashion... Is that when they held the doors open? the doors open? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> the, the Fine Art and Fashion Show in Atlanta uh, with designer Zach Posen, who styles for Rihanna, mm-hmm. uh, Natalie Portman, and so forth. Uh, but she was wearing the same dress as Nicki Minaj, uh, who I, I think it was... Billboard Music Awards. She, she wore it at the AMAs. Oh, yeah. What did it look like? It, it was the black one with the green... There's a green poofy dress. Huge green, like a fairy tale. Nicki Minaj wore it much better than she did. But here's my thing, and I can't even hate on her because I think it was smart of her. She did that shit on purpose. Nicki Minaj is huge right now. Celebrity. And everyone's gonna take a picture of her and say who wore it better. Like that's all it is. That's that's where I got it. That's going on. Sidebar, sidebar. That's going on with Kim Kardashian who loaned her one of her dresses to her younger sister Kendall, and Kendall wore the shit out of that dress. Really. Yeah. With no accessories, just a sick ass pair of shoes, and they did a whole vote thing, and, it sh- and everybody voted they can't do the shit out. Well, on NicoleBitchy.com, they actually compared Marlo, Nicki Minaj, and the original runway model who mm. wore it, and of course, we all know who wore it best. None, not Nicki Minaj nor Mar- Marlo. It was the runway model. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think Nicki Minaj between Marlo and Nicki Minaj, probably Nicki Minaj. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure she just yeah. held herself better and, and <laughs> yeah. everything. Um, what I found out is the reunion was just filmed Ooh. because they're all tweeting about it. 
Um, oh, I, and I have their tweets. And so apparently some <clears throat> stuff goes down at the reunion. So I don't know what it is. I'm thinking maybe Candy and Kim. So Candy writes on Twitter because it was just like two days 